some reason, at that moment in that half-finished foxhole, all I could think about was the 4th of July when I was a kid. I loved to make my own firecrackers, cherry bombs, ladyfingers. I loved to blow up dirt clods and pop bottles and the like. Looked forward to it all year long. What I saw that day was the most awesome and terrifying display of firepower I'd ever seen in my life. City in southwestern Ohio. It's episode number 55. Yes. Yeah, it's episode number 55. That's right. Uh I'm losing track, man. It's this it's this time of year. This is you know, you just this, yeah. this time of year, it's 60 degrees in Detroit, Michigan, three days from the first day of winter, right? It's like it nothing makes sense anymore. You know, so anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody. How the hell is everyone doing out there? Uh, it's episode number 55 of The Objective, a Battlefield podcast. I sincerely hope this podcast finds you well. I am, of course, as always, your host, Dubfire33. With me, as always, your boy, OSB, also known as the other Evan. How you doing tonight, Evan? Good, unless if my internet decides to shit the bed. Right, F's, F's, uh, prepare F's in the chat for, for Evan's internet. I'm dropping one now because it will probably drop out again. <laughs> it'll probably drop out again. <laughs> so just prepare Fs in the chat for Evans Internet. Ugh, excuse me. Okay. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, which you probably aren't because nobody's playing this dead game anymore. So <laughs> you're probably not new to this podcast. No, but if you are, in fact, new to this podcast, uh, we, of course, broadcast live every Thursday, mostly mostly every Thursday night. Uh, I, I suspect in January, starting in the new year, that it we will be much more consistent. Uh, you know, the holiday season's kind of thrown our, our broadcast schedule uh, for a loop the past couple of weeks. Uh, but we're back here on a Thursday night like we should always be on uh, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. That's my channel. And uh, don't forget to follow your boy OSB as well, twitch.tv slash only slightly bad. Uh, we also have a Patreon, if you want to check out our Patreon. Uh, I'm mentioning it uh, first tonight, uh, which I haven't been in a while, uh, because got a couple announcements about uh, the Patreon and some things we're going to do for the patrons that we do have. Uh, so if you want to check it out, that's patreon.com slash playtheobjective. Gonna, gonna tweak a little things there, possibly too. Uh, so, but it's also for the time being, it's simply there for you to support us out of the kindness of your big dumb heart. Uh, but we are talking about doing things, uh, you know, special things for the pay for, uh, patrons. So, uh, if you want to check it out and you decide you want to support the podcast, you're amazing. You're amazing, big brained, uh, beautiful person. So, uh, anyway, with all that out of the way. Let's uh, get into some announcements. Uh, Evan, you got anything else uh, you want to 
kick off with? Or no, just f's in the chat for my internet okay. that is going to shit the bed. <laughs> I can feel it. Well, uh, let's see. Let's you. It, we when we first got started here, you were having some problems, but you see everything seems smooth right now. So let's uh, let's keep let's keep that energy and uh, see if we can get through this without you <laughs> that your internet shitting. But we'll see, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah so patreoncom slash play the objective. We're on Twitch, all that good stuff. Uh, just trying to uh, just trying to keep our heads up with this uh, with this game. I didn't. It's not it's not a dead game. Uh, but I'll tell you what. I mean, have you seen have you seen any of the stuff? Have you uh, you know Ender's Ender's ranted pretty good today about the game. I've been seeing tweets of at one point. I, okay, this picture is totally out of context. This could have been at like you know uh, four o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time. But someone took it. I don't think it was Ender's. I think it might have been Baronox. But someone screenshotted the you know on Twitch where it shows the amount yeah. of viewers of people. There yeah, was less than a thousand people watching. <laughs> now there was zero context of when, what time that was at, but that's still kind of like, uh, I don't know. That's a whole thing though, too. We're going to talk about that next week. We're not going to get into that next week because I have a whole, I've got a whole kind of meditation on all that stuff. I've talked, I've said it before in the realm of streaming isn't necessarily that's not necessarily what the barometer for the popularity of the game is it's it's not a bad one i suppose but it's not the full story anyway strip mall sushi and john 56284 that's kind of a change it way too many numbers but you're this is your first time uh, checking out my broadcast so i appreciate you man thanks for stopping by <laughs> And Strip Mall Sushi, how you doing, man? You're another, that's another username I love. That's a great one, man. Strip Mall Sushi. Had, that is a good one. I've had, I had, I had Supermarket Sushi just the other day. They actually, uh, Bush's Supermarket, it's a Michigan thing. You guys probably don't have one, but anyway. Nope. nope. It was still pretty good. So, um, anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's keep going here. Let's keep things rolling and get on to some announcements. Speaking of, uh, the Patreon, as I said, couple things that we are going to do for the patrons and and of course if you decide you want to check it out uh you can get in on this too nothing crazy you know nothing nothing um as of yet no bonus content uh i do eventually want to do that but as of yet not right now but a couple things we do want to do announcing starting in january and this is this will all kind of be starting in january obviously with just a couple weeks left here in 2021 uh, so starting in January, we're going to do as long as, as long as our patrons are still playing this game, <laughs> which I hopefully, I, I, I hope, hopefully they will be. I assume they will be. Uh, we want to do once a month. We're going to, so I've got this in here as like round tables slash call-ins. Cause what I'm thinking is, so once a month we are going to do a patron round table slash call-in. The reason I've kind of got it delineated as such. Right now, we've only got, you know, we've only got seven patrons. Three of them live, two of them live in Europe and like one of them lives in Australia. <laughs> so uh, if we were to do sort of a round table or, you know, have a, you know, we don't necessarily need to do a call in. We could have Junkie Boy, Rob Dog, Nope, you know, and if, if Jaron decides he ever wants to play the game and, and join us, you know, he can, he can get on it too. It would be easy enough to just have them on and do a and have you guys be kind of a roundtable, right? 
Now, if the Patreon grows, right, and we keep and we kind of start adding patrons, then it gets a little bit harder to have too many people. You can't you can't you can only have so many people on for a round table, right? So if we get to the point where we are adding patrons, then it'll sort of turn into more of a, a call in kind of thing. But with a specific I, the specific idea being to talk about the game, you know, how you like in the game, what are what are your some of your thoughts on things going on at the time? What have you been playing? What maps do you like? What uh, what kind of experiences have you had playing? You know, some fun stuff, some dumb stuff. You know, uh, bugs that you're still experiencing. Hopefully, well, which we still will be experiencing. Um, I'm sure in January. Hopefully, you know, in in a few months. The bugs will be less and less. We'll see. So, um, yeah. So that's something we're going to do starting in January. And also starting in January, we will... So Evan and I, we're obviously very active in the Discord. Join the fucking Discord. Check the show notes. Link is in the show notes for the Discord. Uh, you know, we're him and I are obviously very active in the Discord. Uh, we play quite a bit. And generally, throughout the week... You know, we'll we'll squat up with whoever wants to squat up. Um, however, starting in January, Friday nights, and only and and strictly on Friday nights, if we do play and we squat up with anybody, that will be a, a patron hangout kind of thing. It'll be Friday nights will be strictly for patrons uh, to squat up and play and hang out with uh, myself and Evan. So it's kind of an exclusive night. Like I said, all this time, and uh, you're you know who you are those of you who have been uh, supporting us through the Patreon, um, haven't done a whole lot to, to sort of give you some any kind of exclusivity uh, for for your support, although your support is certainly helping. Of course, you guys all know that. I've talked about that before. So, but yeah, I want to try to do some things, so, you know, and then let's see if we can't grow the Patreon a little bit, you know, and then uh, in that way, you know, so that we'll be able to, do, and eventually down the road, we already... Uh, Excuse me. We all, we almost did do a Patreon episode with with that weapons spreadsheet. Remember? Yeah. Uh, but we figured it, it was just getting it was get, it's getting so late in the year. We decided we just kind of wanted to do that for everybody. Uh, but down the road, we'll we'll eventually do you know stuff like that. So, um, next thing I got here for just a couple more announcements before we get going. We will, speaking of like starting in January, we will absolutely, every, you know, every episode, we'll have much more talk about gameplay and weapons and specialists and maps and stuff like that. Uh, the Obviously, the, our first month here has been nothing but updates and patches and fixes. So it just, that's all we've been able to talk about, basically. But hopefully starting in January and as time goes on the game will start to work better there will be less things to fix there will be less bugs there will be obviously there's always kind of going to be balancing issues to deal with but with those kinds of major changes and major updates and major patches out of the way as time goes on that will give us more time to actually concentrate on how we're playing the game the kind of things that we're finding uh, you know, work better with certain kind of specialists when you when you equip when you pair them with this type of gadget and this type of launcher, 
and certain parts of the map where you can have a good advantage for for flanking you know all that kind of just cool gameplay stuff they'll we'll do a lot more of that going forward for sure i promise you that uh like i said we just need to get to a point where we're playing a game that we're just not complaining about bugs or we're talking about patches or we're if we're talking about who knows what else anything other than fucking gameplay right so uh but as time goes on we'll definitely talk more about that we'll talk more about stuff in portal for sure um obviously portal isn't as active as a game mode it, it, i mean it can be and it will get there eventually in fact we'll, we're going to talk about it a little bit tonight um but it, it it'll portal will actually you know what'll happen with portal as as more and more people um max out to 60 right because once you hit 60 you've unlocked everything right yep yeah that's everything right so like once you hit 60 and you've unlocked everything and you're really not so worried about your player experience points right it's like then portal becomes no big deal to play because you don't care if you're not really getting that portal experience unless you're one of these people who has nothing but time on their hands to play and they're all have you seen some of the people on social media post their their ranks I don't even know what yeah. I don't even know what these ranks are. There's some number that makes no sense. They've like ranked six. What what are they like rank three hundred or some shit? <laughs> yeah, basically, so like they'll hit. I've seen people like they're S zero one six. Cool. Go what does outside. That even mean? <laughs> so know, yeah, the right. S the S's are after you hit rank ninety nine or one hundred. Mm-hmm. And then mm. I, I don't know if those are seasonal ranks or what. I would assume so. Yeah. But yeah, man, go outside. Go outside. Seriously, you guys. Holy shit. So anyway, so yeah, in a couple of months when more and more people just don't even give a fuck about their player experience, more people will play Portal and then we'll talk about it. So, okay. Uh, last thing here. So this is specifically about the pod itself. Um, so this is, uh, tonight is in fact the penultimate episode of uh, 2021 which means next week, two days before Christmas, Christmas Eve Eve, uh, December 23rd, will in fact be the last episode of the objective for 2021. So I just wanted to let everyone know uh, what to expect. Uh, I'll we'll, I'll be going out of town uh, for the for four days, start starting on Thursday, the the the, the Thursday before New Year's. So I'll be out of town. Uh, so starting, yeah. So starting next week. So between Christmas and New Year's, uh, Evan and myself uh, will be off. Uh, there will be no podcast uh, that week. So, uh, but absolutely look forward and stay tuned for next week's podcast because it's going to be an another another award winning episode, of course. Uh, yeah. So since it, since next week is will in fact be our last episode of the year. We're going to make it a pretty pretty good one, and we'll be basically reviewing our, our first month here in Battlefield 2042. Um, all the good, all the bad, and all the, all the ugly, right? So, so keep an eye out for that for sure, uh, and uh, be sure to join us on Twitch next week, twitch.tv slash dubfair33, and uh, hang out. Uh, that'll be our last, you know, pod broadcast of the year. Uh, but I'm sure we'll, you know, if Evan ever figures out how to use OBS, cause you can't seem to fix Gamecaster. 
Yeah, well, I yeah. also can't seem to get working internet, so we'll see about well, that. Well, yeah, so F's in the <laughs> chat for for Evan's channel. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure I'll do some gameplay streams here and there. So, but uh, yeah, so this is this this is the second to last, and next week will be our last for, until January. So keep that in mind. So, all right, uh, let's move on. News and updates. Few interesting things um, this week. Uh, however, by the time you're listening to this, because I probably won't upload this podcast until Sunday evening, uh, which would be Sunday, um, December 19th. And then you'll be listening to this the next day. So if you're listening to this and I've just uploaded the podcast the Sunday, the 19th today is in fact the last day that you can play the game for free on steam. So uh, get shit on, I guess, or, you know, pay closer attention to social media or, or better yet, follow me on Twitch and come to the broadcast on Thursday night. And then you would have got the news on Thursday night. And then you could have played the game for free all weekend. Right. Yeah. So, um, to some people's shock and to some people's surprise and to not many's really (laughs) to some's just sort of. Well, I guess, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a little, it, it seems a little early for the game to be free on Steam already, right? That's a little, uh... uh eh, I don't know. I know, yeah. I think Vanguard has done it already since it came out. I think Black Ops Cold War did it by this point in time. Did they? Yeah. Since it's launched, so, Okay, so. well, a lot of it people are... It doesn't really surprise me. It didn't really surprise me too much either. It surprised a lot of people... And I, I mean, I can see why, given everything going kind of around the game, it's its numbers are just dropping off. I even saw I even saw someone post something along the lines of, "Act uh, Battlefield Five at one point looked like it might overtake <laughs> active players on Steam." So it's like, so uh, I don't know. Some people think it's not a good look. I don't know. It's whatever. It's I it, it, yeah. At this point, I think it's it's one month in. The game is in a much better place than it was a month ago. There's no question about that. So it's like, yeah. So if uh, if you haven't down if you haven't played the or bought the game yet, uh, now's your chance to play it for free. Uh, yeah, starting today, December sixteenth uh, through the twentieth. So uh, free on Steam to play. Uh, some updates to playlists. So this was the big one this week, and we're gonna talk about we're gonna we're gonna get into this more. Uh, before, before we get onto uh, uh, pot, the the community Q Q and A questions, we're gonna we're gonna answer tonight. Um, so they added to All Out Warfare sixty four player conquest and breakthrough. According to them, it's a limited time. However, they said that about Rush, and Rush is still in the game. So there you go, and. I'm pretty I can't I don't remember if you told me you confirmed or not or that you did definitely see that so what we're playing are essentially the the 64 player layouts or modes that are available for, to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 users, right? That's what I read. I don't know how true that is. I okay. haven't talked to any of my last gen peasant friends. <laughs> right, yeah, that's right. Okay. So and, and, and I mean, it doesn't really. Ma- I assume that's 
what they are. It would seem to yeah. be the easiest way to do this, which is just for them to just port the yeah, port port the. Well, they call it uh, conquest small, right? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they call it because we went through that whole list of of things. And if you play on PS4 or Xbox, you are playing conquest small because PS4 and Xbox don't have access to the 128 player versions. So they've got they've got completely different map layouts. Not you know, it's the same map, but they've got different objective layouts for conquest and breakthrough. So what they've done is they've basically just brought those to PC. And I'm sure they brought them to Xbox One and, and PlayStation 5. So, uh, yeah. So, basically what I'm seeing in chat here is that, yeah, it's like, you know, basically, it's basically what, what we got here. And we're going to talk about it, how we, what we, what we thought about them in just a minute. So, so, so look for that in All Out Warfare, 64 player con conquest and breakthrough. Uh, and that should, and, and obviously, if you're, if, if I have, in fact, uploaded this on the 19th and you're listening to this on, on Monday the 20th, you still have all the rest of the week until Thursday to, to play the 64-player Conquest and Breakthrough, which I suspect will extend. I'm sure they'll keep it right through to January with likely news of them keeping it because, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, Portal, so they added, uh, so they added some, uh, you know, seasonal... Uh, game mode into portal called Santa's versus elves. And I guess it's some kind of infected style game mode. Um, it's like these, it's crazy elves trying to kill Santa's or, or it, it's infection, right? So if you're playing an elf, you go after the Santa's, you turn the Santa's into evil elves. Cool. I'm never going to, yeah, I'm never no, going to play, play it. it. But there you go. It's in Portal. So uh, if you're just feeling, uh, if you're feeling uh, sadistic and seasonal, then go ahead and play that, this dumb game mode, and uh, have fun, I guess. Uh, and it, I, whatever. It's whatever. It's it's some cool seasonal thing that you know they got. This is what you get with these with uh, with this is what you get with live service. You get uh, yeah, you get cringy seasonal <laughs> content yeah. like this. Um, and a couple of free, they got a free player card and a free badge, which was obviously, uh, one was, one looked like a penguin ornament hanging from a tree. And then the badge was like some kind of snowman looking thing. So there you go. Uh, and as, and like I said a minute ago, Rush, uh, they've stayed the execution of Rush once again, keeping it in portal. So, uh, hopefully it'll just stay permanently. Hopefully they'll add, they should just add that shit to All Out Warfare is what they should do. They should add, yeah. they, they should add that shit right to All Out Warfare. Make it, um, I don't know, you were saying you want the, you want it to go to 48. I think it, sh it should go to 48, actually. Yeah, with the size of the maps, it would kind of make sense, because they're not necessarily small, per se. No, they're not, even though it, no, right, uh, well, no, yeah, you know. I mean, obviously, they they can control where the out of bounds is all they want, so they can sort of make the maps, you know, yeah. th they can size them to be as big or as small as they want. Uh, but like, yeah, it it the, it is it does seem a little. I don't know. It's open, but it's nice that it's open because it's such a nice change of pace from the craziness of what we were experiencing before they put in the sixty four player modes, right? Um, yeah, they should probably go to the 48. 
and get the 24 people aside, I think. Or like 40, you know, just it doesn't need many more players. Well, no, but you're right. A yeah. small bump, I think, would be some, would yeah, be nice. yeah, 42, yeah, something like that. So, so, uh, yeah, so Rush is still in the game in Portal there. So, uh, and I think it'll, I think it's just going to stay there hopefully for a while. And like I said, hopefully it gets added to all out warfare. Uh, yeah. Even uh, if it's not permanent, I can see them bringing it out once a month for a week or whatever. You know, kind of rotate it in with different game modes. Yeah. 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 That would, yeah. Which would, which would be probably be fine as long as they, as long as they keep 64 player and let, well, well, let's get into it actually, because, um, our next section would be patch notes, but hey, get the, no patch this week. Holy shit. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but we knew that anyways. They we they announced with the last patch that they're basically, uh, they're all sort of scaling back just a little bit for the holidays, um, other than some of these kind of, uh, you know, seasonal type content. Jobs. Oh, and that's right. In the, uh, the weekly, and if uh, you got a new weekly challenge for a PP skin. Uh, what were the requirements? Do you remember the requirements off the top of your head? Uh, it's like 2,500 damage with explosives, yep. capture 15 objectives, yep. and get 30 kills or assists, I think. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, you'll you'll figure it out. It's right. It's the first thing that pops up when the game comes up. So, uh, yeah, so new weekly challenge for um, underwhelming skin, kind of... The the one for the shotgun was you know kind of had a pretty you know looked uh, looked pretty well thought out lot you know different just you know just a, it changed the look of the weapon quite a bit and this skin looks pretty just bleh, pretty kind of just you know just kind of doesn't make change it very much so it's a little disappointing but anyway at least it's you know something to something to grind for which is kind of what we're looking for and uh, but we'll be getting more of that when season one drops as well so. All right, so moving on to, so let's talk about our, our week in Battlefield here. So what we got this week was the 64-player Conquest and Breakthrough. So what do you, how did you feel about, did you play any Conquest or just the Breakthrough? I played about three minutes of Conquest before my buddy hopped on last night, and I just met him back in the menu. So okay. I didn't really play any. I ran a lot. In those three minutes, I think I fought one person. <laughs> it's still only kind of okay. Well, I have some thoughts about conquest. So, but uh, what what are your some of your thoughts on on the sixty four player breakthrough? Man, I keep going back and forth on it. I it is much less chaotic, but I don't know. It it almost feels lacking after playing a lot of the one twenty eight. Really? Like, yes. I thought so. Mm. Like, yes, you can you can get flanks. You can you as a a player or a squad can have a bigger impact on the way the game goes. But at the same time, it it almost feels empty. <laughs> I think it's because the well. maps are so big, especially especially on renewal. Especially oh, especially on renewal. oh, we'll get into renewal. Yeah, holy shit. Um. They are, yeah. It here's the thing about breakthrough. To me, it didn't. Yeah, it it didn't feel a ton different to me uh, 
because well the, the layout for renewal was fucking terrible uh and but the thing is too is i think i only got a chance to really i got a chance to play on renewal manifest and discarded and i think those are those are the only three maps i managed i ended up playing on in 64 player breakthrough and it definitely cut down on you know just the the craziness of the map just the chaos you know no matter how much you tried like in 120 and no matter how much you tried in 128 it's like or how aware you were you tried to be of your 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 um you know your your situation what was going on around you it didn't see you know there was someone you didn't see there was always someone you just you did not see some sniper that was about to fucking tear your face off some person who, even while you may have moved into a position where seemed, things seemed clear, now someone come, came out of nowhere on the flank that you weren't looking at. The, you know, even though you just ran, moved all this distance, and they came out of nowhere and they just and they shit on you. I mean, it was just because of when you have yeah, when you got sixty four players on each side, it's pretty, it's just pretty nutty. So you get down to the thirty two players on each side, and you definitely can feel like you can move. And, and get in positions without, yeah, just getting surprised, right, by just out of nowhere, yeah. whether whether it be from a helicopter or just infantry or whatever. So um, it, def- it feels less chaotic in that sense. But it, overall, like, yeah, Breakthrough, it's still just played like Breakthrough, um, you know. And, and even when we were playing 128-player Breakthrough, like I said— a lot of people were saying, and I guess I kind of agree with them. Like Enders is one of the people who who had been saying this, and I want to. I feel like some other people too. Like it felt like no nothing you did mattered. Like it didn't feel like any progress you made necessarily mattered. It, like cause, you know you could kill five six people, but then there was just five six people yeah flanking you from the left, which is kind of essentially what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Or no matter how good you try to position yourself, it doesn't matter because you're sur- you know there's someone you just can't seem to position yourself well um but in but with but i found an even an 128 player breakthrough it's still breakthrough so it was just more chaotic and not and it wasn't quite yeah is easy necessarily to, to to capture the points um and it was just nuts like it didn't seem like you really did any kind of tactics or strategizing you just kind of mob you know mobbed the area you just sort of threw bodies at the area which is what's happening with 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 64 players aside but you still did it i mean there was plenty of games in breakthrough 128 where you know back and forth capture this point oh they took this oh okay good we got both of them let's move on and back and forth so that was happening but it, it, it was it was just nutty and to me, the 64 player just felt the same, just with less people, because that's, I guess that's breakthrough. And that's kind of why you play it. Like you said, you've always said you prefer breakthrough. Um, you know, yeah. for, I like having that, that front line, at least to some degree. There's some right. sort of front line. Some sort of front line, and it's, it's more, it's more kind of constant action, because you're right. You're, you're, you just got the two sort of, uh, yeah, lines clashing yeah. in different parts. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but let's talk about the 64 player renewal layout, uh, the, the, of the first sector. 
That's terrible. It's so terrible. Yes. I think I've played it four or five times now. I've made it past the first sector once. Seriously. Because I, I took a tank and I went out of bounds and I got on the on a flank where they were all running onto the flag. And I just kept putting shells. Just and lobbing shells in there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then oh, so wow, nice. What, it was one person, always one person would come after me. And I just backed all the way back up to my uncap, popping smoke. Okay. Wait right. a minute and go back in. Gotcha. Into the yeah. same exact spot, too. It's like they didn't learn. <laughs> they never do. Yeah, of course. Um, no, but that, I don't want to spend too much time on it because, I mean, it's neither here nor there. It's just one map. But the way they've got that laid out is so fucking terrible. So if you haven't played this, so it's renewal. It starts off on the desert side. And if you're attacking, the, the attacking forces on cap is, is like far left, far west, right? The, the sector has two objectives, not, not very far apart from each other, and in a, in a, in, on a perfect axis with one another, par, you know, on this parallel to one another, on, a, on an axis, right? So they're not, like, they're not spread out in any kind of weird configuration, like one north or one south or one kind of up in this, and then one maybe a little bit further, you know, southeast of one. They're just right next to each other on an axis, only about, I don't know. I mean, what are they like? Uh, uh, I'm tr- I'm kind of thinking in like football fields. So like two, three hundred pro- yards apart. <laughs> yeah, it's it can't be more than two hundred meters from right. So two hundred point a flag, to flag point. point exactly. So now those are two places where they can spawn. There's a hole, and so the the sector's pretty big. There's not a ton of room to the north before you hit the defenders uncap, which is another place that they can spawn in from. But there's a ton of space to the south of the two of their two objectives where they can also spawn in on. Mm-hmm. So what we were finding was it's like, okay, so let's let's move. So we first off, remember when we played, we were like, okay, so we started off kind of going left to see if we could kind of come or cycle around left and come at them from the north. Problem there was was vehicles were coming at, right at us from their yep. uncap. So this was. This was not a very good, you know, and it was, there was not as much room before you hit the out of bounds of their run cap. So this was really not the play. So it's like, okay, this is just too tight over here. And we got vehicles coming from the run cap. All right, no, we got to try to attack this from the South. Problem with trying to attack from the South, right? You can't even, the other thing too, is you can't go straight at them because there's the one road, which is in between like those sort of higher kind of plateau like cliffs. Then we go South. Oh, look at this. Holy fuck. They're, they were everywhere because they can spawn on those objectives and then they can just flood the southern part of that sector. So you can't even fight for the fucking... You can't even fight for the objectives yeah. because you just have to fight for ground to where you can even try to make a move on the objectives. It was... Like, we were like, what the hell is going on? You yeah, can... They have all the cover. All the cover because those objectives are... Yeah. So if... Right. Your only way in, if you want, is a choke point, which is a road... Otherwise, you got to get up on top of those rocks, which leaves you exposed. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, okay, this is great. It, it's it's hot garbage. I mean, I don't like. I don't know. We only ended up playing it. Will I think we ended up playing a couple times or something? But it was just like this is this is complete cap. I mean, like, how are you supposed to? 
what do we just, you can't you, you're just a totally exposed there's some cover some there's some rock uh you know outcroppings that are were tall enough for cover but not many yeah so anyway i thought that was just like that was really frustrating um but um oh the the the, the other maps weren't so bad had some good games back and forth you know unbreak through 64 players so um and at one point i had not gotten a cha- gotten a chance to play a whole lot of conquest but i actually ended up playing a whole bunch last night uh and i'll tell you what the conquest the 64 player conquest plays like conquest is supposed to play and it's in it absolutely they absolutely have to fucking keep it in the game it it plays exactly how you want your battlefield conquest to play the engagements were closer together there was you could you know there was room for what for real tactics and real and good squad movement you know to 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 move on certain objectives and move around objectives and, and move through certain areas to objectives and it didn't take you you know it didn't take it, you didn't have to call in something to get there you didn't have to take some transport to to move to move yourself uh, 800 meters to another objective you know it was it was it felt exactly how you wanted conquest to play um and they it's yeah it they i came to the conclusion today that they need they absolutely just need to kill 100 128 player conquest they just have to at this point it's not it's not any fun it's not it's definitely not any fun comp- compared to 64 player conquest like not even a little bit so um call back in real quick dude are you still there yeah okay it was just your grid fam that dropped out then cool all right no f's in the chat it wasn't his whole internet it was just his grid fam not S- yet save your f's <laughs> so okay so i tweeted something out today actually okay so here's 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 what i thought of for the way they need to proceed with this they need to, to kill 100, 128 player conquest. They need to keep 64 player conquest. They need to keep 64 player breakthrough with the caveat that they make it very infantry centric. Yes. Like, yes, very infantry centric. No, no attack helicopters or jets. Maybe a little bird and, you know, maybe just the transports, you know, the, the little bird and then your transport. Or limit limit each of those to one because I think they can have two on. Yeah, limit points. limit them. But in any case, just do the things it takes. Yeah, just make them infantry centric. No, uh, you know, a tank, but like have the spawn time of the tank be pretty, you know, pretty long. You know, or the you know whatever the respawn time. Just yeah, just figure out a way to make sixty four player breakthrough infantry centric. Keep a hundred and twenty eight player breakthrough but add more vehicles <laughs> make it make it even make it even more vehicle centric right because it's all it's already bananas as it is right so just make it even more bananas just fucking go crazy do it you know make do it right if it, it, it this was kind of the whole idea right behind uh you know 128 players in the first place you know when all the all the pre-release press conferences about Oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this. It's so wild. 128 players and the call in and the and the you know all this stuff. It's like, well, all right. So let's do that, but but not for conquest because it just it 
it's it's just not fun for conquest and that's no one really wants to play conquest on on those bigger maps the sectors i i said this before they thought the sectors were going to be a way to sort of shrink the map for you and but it's it turns it turns out that that's not what is what that is not what's happening at all it's just the maps are just way too big for 128 player conquest so um and of course keep portal and and just make portal part of uh part of uh warfare rush uh what did i say portal oh yeah sorry make rush part of uh all of warfare right yeah who is this okay who gift who just gifted me a sub here <laughs> i didn't even know this i didn't even know this person followed me but i a- like the name though but anal username 12 with the gifted sub let's go dude nice thank you bro thank you anal username 12 okay cool hey this is this is this is this this is the objective crowd. This is these are our people, you know. Yes. I mean this is this is of course true, right? So obviously they know <laughs> throbbing anus from Battlefield 4. <laughs> you could, oh, yes, obviously. That's right. Are you yeah, are you related to throbbing anus from Battlefield 4? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are. I hope maybe you are. Maybe you are throbbing anus. <laughs> Cuz yeah, you uh you were killing Evan that night, that's for sure. Nothing worse than getting killed by throbbing aim. Right? I mean, holy shit. A terrible way to go. Absolutely. All right. So there you go. So there were uh, there was our news and updates. No patch notes. Our weekend battlefield. Yeah, sixty four player. Sixty four player is the way to go, man. They gotta they gotta keep it in the game. They've got a. Uh, and and they you know limited time. Rush was supposed to be limited time at this at at, yeah. the, at, at this rate. They'll probably get. It'll be three weeks now. It's been in. They're probably going to keep it in because they, they have to. They know the, they're they're seeing the numbers. They're seeing the talk. So it's like yeah. they got to do. That. They also have to. Well, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. There's a lot of other stuff they need to do. But um, I'll talk. As about- far as the 64 players go, mm-hmm. I think yes, I agree. 128 conquest should probably be dropped because it's it's some garbage. But I. It like me personally, if I'm just playing by myself or I'm with one buddy, I'm probably gonna go play 128. It, you get into fights a lot faster on breakthrough. If I have a full squad, sure, we can communicate, work together, and and be effective at stuff in 64 player. But just just like fucking around, man, I don't know. I think I'm gonna stick with 128, and then I can just fuck around. I can sit. Right, two miles back with a sniper rifle, Ex- or Ex- rush like a madman with a PP in my hands or something. <laughs> with your PP, yeah, with your with your uh, PP in your hand and your throbbing anus, just you know, yeah, just uh, I'm just gonna spray <laughs> people down with my PP, right? I'm just gonna blow <laughs> loads all over their face in game. That's right, right into their throbbing anuses. <laughs> just they're they're waiting, they're 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 waiting throbbing anuses. Yes. Uh, don't don't ban me, Twitch, please. <laughs> um, no, it, it, that was exactly what entered my head when I was when I kind of came up with this. That's exactly what I thought of when I thought I was like, "Do you kill or keep 128 player breakthrough?" I'm like, no, you keep it for that exact reason you just mentioned. Exactly. It's you know you want to just get in, you want to get crazy, you want to you know, and you're like I said, add more vehicles. And you want to just sit back, you want to just, you want to get in those fights, you want to get in the engagements, all that shit, you know? 
So yeah. <laughs> it leaves it a lot more open ended. Right. Exactly. Just you don't have, exactly exactly you don't whatever. I just feel like getting in throw. I just want to sit with my sniper rifle and, and pop heads and tear. I just want to do this. I just want to get. I just want a tank. I just want a helicopter. That's the perfect mode to do it in. You know, mm-hmm. it's the perfect mode to do it in. Is is the, so 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 keep sixty four player conquest, kill one twenty eight conquest, keep sixty four, keep sixty four breakthrough and and one twenty eight breakthrough. Yeah. So. Uh, anal username 12 always listen to the podcast first time on stream let's go dude thanks for stopping by man appreciate it dude uh, glad to have you here big smooth brain person that followed me on twitch.tv slash dubfire33 no not smooth brained your brain is incredibly wrinkled no, no no you have an incredibly wrinkled brain I'm sorry I, we I, have I'm, smooth brains I'm a, obviously we are smooth and I'm a boomer so I'm even doubly smoothed out right that's so I forget how the memes work so I don't <laughs> I don't know, you know, so yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Scott, that is the DLC you're going to get, buddy. So get used to it. <laughs> My buddy Scott in the chat. Okay, anyway, so let's uh, let's move on to what we're uh, all here for tonight. Community Q&A questions um, that you can ask us in the Discord. So join the fucking Discord and check out the pod Q&A section. And in that section... You can leave us a question and we will answer it on the pod. Do not reply to any questions in that channel because it is simply there for you to ask us questions to answer on the pod. If you answer questions in that channel, I will unleash the Bernie meme on you and ask you once again to not respond to questions in that channel. Uh, Yeah, so join the fucking Discord and ask us some questions on there and we'll respond to them on the pod like we're going to tonight. Starting with DJ, yeah, what did I, yeah, I said DJ Carlos, right? Yeah, that's right, because yes. we talked about the arcade games last time we did community Q&A. So starting with DJ, okay, so this was the last time things got a little out of hand in the pod Q&A section, and uh, so I kind of had to edit out some things in here. Um there's definitely a question in here somewhere, but I'm just going to read everything he typed because, and it will eventually get to the question for sure. So, uh, in a sim, so DJ Carlos says in a similar vein, cause he, okay. Yeah. So DJ Carlos was the last question that was asked last time we did this, Devin, our general of the objective, of course, uh, was asking about like old school arcade games. And he, he was asking me cause I'm a boomer about playing video games in an actual arcade which none of you children have actually done, uh, unfortunately. Hey, time, time Crisis 3 was pretty cool. It was at the movie theater. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's true. That's right. You, there are still stand-up machines and uh, around, yeah, floating around for sure. So, okay. So in a similar vein, so DJ, DJ Carlos says, in a similar vein, I came from the late 90s uh, with Unreal Tournament and DC mods for... I'm not sure what he says with UT and DC mods for 1942. The act of taking huge piece. Oh yeah. The act of taking huge PCs to places to play like-minded individuals and whole weekends of gaming. Do you kind that, do you think that kind of excitement will ever be replicated again? Okay. Yeah. So what he's talking about, so he's around my age. He's, he's talking about land parties. Had, have you had, I think I may have asked you this question before. Have you ever, 
gotten your computer, your setup in a room with a bunch of other people? No. And networked your no, computer? Absolutely, no, of course. Absolutely no, okay, not. yeah, because you are. No, I live effect. in the age of gigabit internet. Yes, you that do. It doesn't work yeah. for me. <laughs> so, so, what he's, so what he's referring to are LAN parties. And before the age of gigabit internet, we had to, yeah, we had to, I would never take this fucking beast of a computer. This is even as big as, even as big as some of the cases we had back in the day, the case I have for my current computer is massive and I would yeah. never carry this fucking thing anywhere. Yeah, mine too. But, Mine's like legit 35 or 40 pounds. Oh yeah, mine, I know it's crazy. But what we did do is we did log our fucking CRT monitors. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe we used to do that. Um, but we, yeah, so we, but we would, um, yeah, we would log our entire system, our monitor, our computer, peg up our mouse and keyboard and shit. And I actually, I did all the time, actually, um, a, a guy that I used, that I worked with, uh, and some other guys that we all worked together, we would get together at this one dude's place. We would network our fucking computers together and we would play the original Grand Theft Auto, like the top-down Grand Theft Auto. We'd play StarCraft, we'd play Quake, um, and then, yeah, and just do all that kinds of shit. Uh, and unfortunately, DJ Carlos, no, this will, not nothing like this will ever happen again. Although, it does kind of happen, actually, because it doesn't happen in this sense, in this way, People don't take their computers to, although I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like I've seen just recently, even just, 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 even just as the kind of pandemic had started to let up, there were people who there were like, they looked like they were like late teenagers, early 20 something kids in like some kind of internet cafe and they still get together and they play COD, I guess, in kind of groups. Are you familiar with this at all or? That's I think that's kind of how like CDL works and uh, whatever the competitive CSGO stuff works, which I have zero interest in, to be quite honest okay, with right. you. But yeah. from what I've kind of gathered, they do go someplace. Yeah, they do. Or no, were. I don't know if they are at this point. but Well, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sony Trinitron. The Sony Trinitron CRTs, man. Those were the fucking... Those were the monitors you wanted if you were a serious gamer in 1998. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, the, this kind of thing does kind of happen in a sense, but it definitely doesn't happen the way we did it, lugging our computers to, to a friend's house and, and networking all that shit together. Um, and then, of course, with the advent of the Xbox... That actually made it a little bit easier. And I remember people having like Xbox parties and shit, you know, so, um, yep. yeah. So now, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I got to live those through those days actually. Cause I have, I have a bunch of very fond memories actually of, uh, being at my buddy's place and do some actually almost like we did it like every, pretty much every Friday night for like a year or more. Like literally, not quite every Friday night, but damn near every Friday night, and I would be there until like four in the morning. <laughs> I would finally pack my shit up. I'd get home. I'd get back to my place at like five a.m. Fucking, you know, get to bed and yeah. Anyway, so all right. So DJ Carlos continues with another question that's a bit wordy, but we'll, we'll get to it here. So he's talking about camping. Also camping. 
uh, discuss. I love to sit and watch a battle and snipe away, like our friend Evan here, of course. <laughs> Why is this considered bad? Sniping, sniping slash recon involves camping. I've been around long enough to know how much camping upsets some game players, but this is a battle, as he puts in quotes, and all parts work as one to achieve the goal. And as far as I am concerned, camping is a part of that. I'll let you take this one, Evan. So, yes, camping is a is a play style. Um, even as, as a sniper, I tend to not camp. I'll pop a couple of shots off or get a couple of kills and I'll move so that they can't triangulate where I'm at. I can kind of stay mobile. Now, that being said, some maps are better or worse for it than others. Some games are better or worse for it than others. Um, camping really isn't my play style. Uh, it used to be, uh, I guess, depending on the game mode, if I'm defending on breakthrough, it might be, but I'm going to, I'm not going to camp with a sniper. I'm going to hold down a hallway or a clearing, a road with a yeah. machine gun. So, yeah, everybody's going to play the game a little bit differently. I think it's the, I think what pe upsets people about camping is when the person just keeps going back there when they get killed then they don't go anywhere else there's one sniper on top of this tower and you'll kill him and you'll move on and then you get picked off by him two minutes later because they just spawned right back there with the spawn beacon or they, right, they ran right. back up there you know something like that i don't think it's considered i wouldn't consider it bad per se but i do feel like it will kind of limit your ability to be effective after a while, even with a sniper rifle. Because as targets get further and further away, it's going to get harder to hit your shot, especially if you're using the SWS in this game. The bullet's slow. Right. But, I mean, to each their own, it's not something that I do a whole lot, if at all. But, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. That that is true. I, I yeah, I give you a hard time up about being a camping rat, but you you are more of an active style sniper for sure. Yes, and I've been getting back into using an ACOG on my sniper rifles and staying right. aggressive with them. Right. So, um, but I but as far to address for me to address this question, I mean I I I agree with part of what he's saying, and you made some very good points. You are right. You you're you're. You kind of you kind of end up with the diminishing returns if you know you, uh, if you've cleared out an objective or you've cleared out some objectives kind of closer to you now you've if you're just gonna wherever your perch is now you're not really gonna contribute because you don't have anything to shoot at now <laughs> and there's the targets are so far away so there's really nothing for you to do now uh, but it sounds like DJ Carlos though would be the type to like okay. This perch is sort of pointless now. I'll I'll move and I'll I'll get a little active. Yeah, yeah it sounds it, because no, and and that's the thing is, camping is camping is a duality. You know, there's there's abs there's absolutely a a, a dual a, a duality to camping because there's two there's two types of camping. There's the kind of camping that you're talking about, DJ Carlos, but then there's also camping rats, right? who like to fucking lay prone in a corner with a, with a shotgun 
or a submachine gun or 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 camp a dozer and, shield or a dozer shield exactly and if you camp like that if you camp next to a do- you know next to a doorway or in a dark corner then you're a, you're a super 30 fps casual and and a disgusting camping rat right so yes um yeah so there so, so, so camping has a there's absolutely a duality to camping but the kind of the kind of camping you're talking about i have no problem with so um yeah if i do camp i have an aa tank and i use it for aa reasons cuz then i'm not going to get shot at by a tank or some dude with a rocket launcher. I'm going to take out enemy air support. But I feel like that's a little different, but I guess maybe not. Right, yeah. So, you see, Junkie Boy, what's up, Junk Pup? Uh, hey, guys, I'm at a Christmas party right now, and I'm trying to time my exit for when we start gaming. How much longer in the pod, you reckon? Well, Junkie Boy, okay. Only so, can you type it in the chat? Well, he's not even listening to us, right? Well, you just need to Irish, you just need to Irish, goodbye that party right <laughs> just irish goodbye and just i'm gonna tell him right now irish goodbye that shit <laughs> right junkie boy irish Just goodbye that shit <laughs> pull your dick out and <laughs> nice that's even better advice actually uh anyway yeah wait um i completely forgot what we were talking about um Anyway, tanks, but oh yeah, yeah, the A tanks, right? Exactly. Okay, yeah, and there's also camping in vehicles. True, there's camping in vehicles. You can camp in vehicles, but I don't know. You know, I was I was kind of camping a little bit. I was I was playing um I was playing Breakthrough, sixty four player Breakthrough, spawned in a tank, came up from behind one of the objectives on Manifest, and I kind of found this. It was. It's one of the, it was one of the, it's one of the objectives that's like kind of in the, it looks like the, a customs area. There's that building with the wavy, there's that building with the wavy uh, ceiling over it, right? And it's kind of yeah. a staging area. And just behind it is this kind of pill, not too high up. And when I pulled up to it, I was like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm like, I've got a little bit of a berm that kind of cuts, you know, that kind of cuts off some, you know, uh, like covers me a little bit. So it's giving me, it's making me a little bit less of a target, but I can kind of see down on everything in it. And I sat in that spot and I kind of camped it, but it was effective. I killed two bolts. I, I machine gun a handful of people kind of moving in on the objective. Um, but then they got, uh, they're, uh, they kind of found me out and then a helicopter was on my ass and I had to move. Right. So, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it, just don't be a camping rat. Just don't be a don't just don't hide in a fucking corner, right? And yeah, that don't, that, that don't kind be of a Call of Duty camper. Exactly. Don't be. Don't don't have your riot shield on your back with your akimbo eighteen eighty seven shotguns sitting in a doorway. Exactly. Don't do that shit. Uh, I'm gonna tell him about it. I don't. Did you say another half hour? Or half so? hour or so, mm, probably maybe forty five minutes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, because we definitely got to Because I've I've got some responses for a handful of these ones that could take a minute for sure. So, and uh, this next one actually, um, we're not gonna do the parentheses in this question. That's for sure. Uh, but this one, this one, ah, man, I don't even know if I'll have an answer for this because it's been so long since I played BF one. 
but uh, Devin asks our general of the general of the objective favorite favorite gun in BF one, also least favorite gun in BF one, and explain why. Uh, thank you. Please come again. <laughs> why are why are rotaries so reliable? Okay. Well, you want to? Maybe you just see well, a girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the rotaries is cap. New BMW motors are unreliable, but the old ones are bulletproof. Rotaries like to grenade themselves because people don't take care of them and don't drive them right. So we'll we'll just leave that there. <laughs> uh, my favorite gun in BF one. Um, well, because I'm a sniping piece of shit, and it's correct for the time period. Either the Ross rifle or the, what was it called? The Type 38 Arisaka, both bolt-action rifles. Uh, high rate of fire, uh, pretty close sweet spots. So, I, I know people are hit or miss on the sweet spots. I think, I'm glad it's never come back. But I thought they were, it was fun. You could be more effective with a sniper, close range with them. Uh, least favorite gun in the game, all the shotguns, because I can't kill fuck all with them. Yeah, I, I do like remember, I do remember that. They were fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah I the don't shotguns like really were terrible in BF1. The, yeah, I don't like any of the, uh, the assault class weapons in that game, to be quite honest. I thought they were pretty underwhelming. Yeah, they were, actually. Um. Okay. Yeah. I. I don't think I can remember. I. I have. It's been so long since I've played BF One. I don't. I don't think I really had a favorite gun or at least favorite gun because it's just been like way too long. Um. I can't comment on the engines, but I don't know. I. He. He told us not to use his username in this question, which we already have. So I don't know. I guess just absolutely get scammed. Um. But you know we're reading the we're we're reading the last part of your question anyway, right? Uh, you ever just see a girl and have to remind yourself that you're a God fearing Christian and you won't commit adultery, <laughs> or am I just too horny? <laughs> well, where's my hammer? You got to get bonked, son. <laughs> bonk. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that meme. Yeah, the the yeah. bonk meme or whatever. Yeah. Uh, go to horny jail. Go to horny. Yes. Go to horny jail immediately. Of course. And yeah, of course. I mean, what are you doing? I'm I'm a heterosexual. I'm attracted to women, and I but I happen to be lucky enough to marry a girl who also likes to check out other girls. It seems because she'll tell me all the time, "Oh, hey, look, that girl over there is beautiful, isn't she?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, she is, actually, wife. She is in fact beautiful." <laughs> so I don't know, you know, thanks, find, thanks, yeah, you know, find yourself a girl who likes to check out other girls too. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right, there we go. So get scammed, uh, Evan. Sorry, I don't know. You don't get in trouble or something. I don't know. Uh, favorite and <laughs> maybe we should more. Maybe his girlfriend listens to the pod with him. Maybe we should like DM him or something, <laughs> just in case. I don't know. Uh, little Rob Dog. This is a thirteen-year-old Rob Dog uh, asking us a question here. Favorite and least favorite guns in twenty forty-two. Uh, you go first. Um, as far as least favorite goes, I don't know if it's so much least favorite as I just haven't used it and I probably won't use it very much, is the automatic shotgun, because it's kind of cheap. That being said, it doesn't seem like it's got crazy range, so 
kind of useless except for maybe rush but at that point i'll use the pump because it's got really good range to it especially for a shotgun uh favorite man i've been fucking with the the ak i really like that gun i know i know um i'm I'm a little over halfway to tier one with it nice and quite a few other guns too yeah i have to say my favorite is the ak also it's it i do the the one thing i'll say about the the difference in the guns and and they do have different playability like there's distinct difference between the m5 and the ak and the the burst the burst uh, auto yes um but yeah the ak man i like the ak a lot because you can lead you it it, you lead with it and you hit every shot because you can't that that re, that um bullet velocity is just really nice the bullet velocity is really feels good and predictable um you can't you can kind of set it up but you can't you can't full auto and hit much with it but it's but you can control it and if you can control it man you just yeah you just fucking wreck shit yeah so yeah and it's not too hard to control a little bit of burst fire a little bit of leading you know, just sort of the right scope, the right barrel, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty. I like it a lot. The right ammo, it it, it feels really fucking good. Um, I don't know that I really have a like a least favorite gun. That's the only. That's the only other thing. Every gun is pretty. Is pretty fun to play. I mean, you can. I guess the what's what's that second marksman, the SVK. Yeah, I kind of don't. It's hard to. It's it's hard to say I don't like it because it still hits. They they need to nerf it or did they nerf? No, I think they no no they have they haven't nerfed it. It's so it's you get kills with it, but you get kills with it too easily. Kind of like the way you were saying um of the with the um what gun were you saying was kind of cheese? It's I don't remember the end game name of it. It's a Saiga essentially. Saiga, yeah, the full the full shotgun. auto shotgun. Sorry, right. So that's the thing with the with, with the with the SVK. It's like it's kind of cheese because they're so easy to kill. But at the same time, too, it's also not that fun to fire. It's a really slow rate of fire. Yes. It's a marksman, so it's like eh, and it's not real fun to fire. I found I I kind of that's the SV no the SVK absolutely rocks eight bit. There's no question because you get yeah you can two shot with it and it's just a it it melts shit. But as far as the way it handles and the way it fires, it eh, it's kind of boring in that sense but take nothing away from it you you're gonna get kills with it there's no question it doesn't suck i just don't i'm not a huge fan of it it's a bit because it's a bit cheese and it just doesn't feel fun to fire i dig the what's the the first marksman that's a little bit more like an m39 the dm7 yeah yeah. you can kind of you can really kind of spam the fire but you can the recoil you know the bloom and the recoil is not too bad so yeah actually i'm gonna change my least favorite gun to the revolver because it's the year t- 2042. Why the fuck are we still using revolvers? <laughs> I know, right? It is a little weird. Give me my burst Glock so I can just surprise people. There, Get there's another one that's like a, yeah, out of here. Yeah, so there's there's a plate, uh, gameplay tip for you, dude. Always have your fucking Glock on burst fire because it kind of fucks. It's pretty great, actually. So It saved me in a pinch more than Oh, once. yeah, for sure, man. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks, little Rob Dog, for the question. Moving on to Nautical. What would you guys think about a true war mode like BF1 had, but more similar to Tom Clancy's End War? 
okay. Do we want to address that before I move on? Do I've you... never, I've never played Tom Clancy's End War. So... Okay, I never have either. And is war? Oh, uh, war! It was War Stories, right? Is what he's referring I... to in BF One. No, I think it's more uh, operations, which is breakthrough, but across multiple maps. Oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah. That that was fun, actually. That was that was pretty fun, actually. Uh, okay, so okay, so now that we got that kind of cleared up, uh, the premise would be there would be weekly progression. You pick a faction and fight on a map for that week. Whatever side won will determine how the war went. You do this each season with different configurations of each map. At the end of each season, the winning faction would get pins or player cards as a bonus. Uh, Nautical, there's a very good chance we're going to end up... We may just see something like that with this game. Yeah, uh, actually. I think a week <laughs> on one map would be entirely too long. I'd be done with it after three hours. Yes, yeah. Um, I think they would have to do it something more along the lines of how they did it for operations, like you were saying. Mm. Uh, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we get something like this. There's so much room for content in this game. That's one of the things I'm going to talk about this next week, actually. So I won't get too into it tonight. But there's look at what content we have in this game. We have like next to no content. Granted, we got a battle pass coming out in January. We've got the season one content stuff coming. But in terms of game modes, there's like next to nothing. Bat Hazard Zone is Hazard Zone is just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> so it's like there's all kinds of room to do something with Hazard Zone. Obviously, Portal, there's all the, the past content stuff in there. But in terms of the new game itself, it's like there's next to nothing going on with it other than the weekly missions that they've just recently started dropping in, right? So it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility that we see something like this where they give us these kinds of things to progress through. Maybe not quite as uh, uh, kind of thought out or, or, or um, text, you know, to, as much as going on as what you're talking about, but um, maybe. And also, yeah, well, okay, I was going to say, it's you're also kind of getting into something along the lines of what Panic Man Walters was talking about with... Uh, Battlefield 2, there was this thing called 21st Century Warfare, but it was a whole, it was pretty neat. It was a whole thing that was done by like a third party, and they kind of did a similar thing where they sort of tracked progression of teams that won and lost and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we get something like that nautical. So thanks for the question, man. Appreciate it. Uh, no good underscore X. No good X asks, do you guys think BF2042 could benefit from a well-fleshed-out commander system. I believe the game is actually suffering from the lack of commander. I feel the lack of inter-squad synergy could easily be dampened by a commander's guidance. Also, sector control bonuses like UAV, MP, cruise missiles, etc. seem like an easy home run and would add a little something extra to the game. Um, yeah, I agree uh, uh, 100%. Yeah, I... I know you never well you played four, but uh Yeah. See, my my biggest concern would be I do not trust a blueberry further than I can throw them. <laughs> well, no, of course. I so, know So Oh yeah. If if they seem like they're decent, sure, but chances of getting a decent commander are basically none. No, so, exactly. I know. Um <laughs> In theory, yeah, sure, it would be great. Right. But in practice, no, it's going to be 
ignored and useless because it's going to be a 12-year-old. Sorry, little Rob Dog. No offense. <laughs> it's going to be some child who doesn't know anything, and they're just going to start picking random stuff and being useless with all of the, the yeah. comments. Yeah, exactly. Um, it won't always be that way, but I mean, yes, there is. That's that's kind of the RNG that you add to the game when you, when you add something like this into the game, right? Um, yeah. And that's kind of one of the that's kind of the, one of the things about Battlefield that is nice that they've added they've added a little bit more RNG into it with the with the addition of all of the sort of um the diversity of the gadgets right but amongst the specialists and then the specialist sort of abilities but that is one of the things you get with Battlefield you don't really get a ton of RNG you know you get you get you get what you get straight on battle straight on gunfights you don't got some fucking cruise missile, got you know, kill streak coming out of nowhere. You don't got some fucking um, you know, perk that you picked up or some perk, you know, some perk that uh, all the different perks that you can add onto players. You know, some guy, someone running. Of course, I'm talking about COD now. All that stuff adds sort of RNG ish qualities to a game because you don't know who you're running into. Does this person have ghosts? Does this person have this? Right, you know that kind of thing, and so. You don't necessarily get that with Battlefield, and that's kind of one of the things they avoid. This would kind of be that a little bit, but I kind of would like to see them do it um, because, you know, if they were going to keep a hundred, you could do it for sixty-four. It, it would it wouldn't save a hundred and twenty-eight player conquest. I don't think it would save it. No. It's just no. There's too many objectives, too big of maps. It's just it's not it's just not a good game mode. So it wouldn't save it, but uh, I'd like to see him do something like it. I don't know, maybe, um, maybe something more. I don't know. They, I don't know. One of the things I've been kind of struggling with, actually, too, is I've been in the game, and I'll be I'll be staring at the the deploy screen, waiting for one of the helicopters to pop up, and now I'm now I'm sitting there going, well, I'm just now I am I'm not contributing whatsoever to the game right now now once i get into the helicopter i will i'm pretty good with the hill and, and the helicopters um went on a I went on a really good run the other night. i need to start recording more gameplay i had i had I actually i had some pretty good clips in the helicopter actually uh the other night so i mean once i do get in the helicopter i start contributing but then i'm sitting i'm like you know for like three minutes and i'm and now i'm not part of the game at all i'm just sitting there so it's like i don't want more things to kind of like take away from that there's already enough people sitting at looking at the deploy screen and not playing because they're like myself waiting for a helicopter or a tank or something so um yeah so anyway uh thanks for the question no good devin asks devin again and this was uh this was fairly recent when he admitted to us in the discord that he didn't use his left hand turn lane and uh he asks do you guys require someone do you guys require someone to use their turn signal in, say, a left turn only lane? Yes, one thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't care. You know, well, I care because I'm a boomer, right? Well, hey, I drive a BMW, right? It's old, so let's keep that in mind. I do have a BMW, which means I'm just better than everyone else on the road. <laughs> well, okay. My turn signal has been removed. I have brake cooling ducts in the the front turn signals where they used to be <laughs> nice. i just don't need that shit it's been <laughs> deleted but no well, okay, I, well. personally i i don't care 
As long I, as you're not like cutting people off on the highway without a turn signal, I don't really care if you use one or not. I know, yeah. I just I say yes only because it's just just keeping the habit of fucking using it so I know what you're doing. Because I, I drive from the perspective that everyone I'm surrounded I'm surrounded by drivers who have no idea how to drive. So I want you to use your fucking turn signal so because so I know what your intentions are. Right, because I just assume everyone around me is just gonna fucking turn for no reason at any minute or any second for that matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. I also so keep many... a nine-inch missile on in the back of my truck, so I would, yeah, well, I'll fuck with me. I have a steel <laughs> bumper and a hitch. There you go. Yeah, seriously, right? Try me. Uh, cool. Thanks for the question, Devin. Aside, uh, Orphic Blue asks: Aside from bug bug fixes. What are the most impactful changes DICE could make going into Season 1 to improve the game? Also, what type of new content do you think the game would benefit from most, i.e. maps, modes, cosmetics, and weapons? Um, so we just kind of touched on this a little bit. Uh, what do I... What? Okay, so what, Evan, what do you think, aside from the bug fixes, what do you think is one of the things they could do that you know to be most impactful? One of the most impactful changes DICE could make to the game going into Season 1. Man, that's that's hard. Because there's so many just, like, little things that, like, if I sit here and think about, I can come up with a ton. But just off the top of my head, there's so much stuff that they could do. And it just all escapes me. All at once. Um... Changes honestly, I think it would be more content. You know, besides yeah. the bug fixes, more maps, more guns. I don't care about cosmetics. I don't really care about modes all that much. But weapons and especially maps. Maps would be huge. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, yeah. It, it, it impactful changes are unfortunately where we're at. The, and I know you said aside from bug fixes, but that's where we're at. <laughs> like the thing, the, this this game is this game needs so much more work still. Like I said, I've said it before. I'm convinced the module that they have in the game, as it's currently constituted, for controller and mouse input, like is the most basic module they could possibly have in the game. Like all the. They've got the the overlay in the settings that have, have got all the settings, but I guarantee you they don't have every setting like worked out to where it actually makes a change to, you know, your actual input. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's and that's getting a little developer talky sort of, but that's where we're at. The most impactful thing would be for them to get the game stable. Get the game, get the game, get all the bugs fixed, get the bugs fixed, get the input fixed, get every system working to, you know, smoothly to where it, you know, so that there's no more bugged mouse input. There's no more bugged controller input. We were just watching a video. I just watched a video today where someone showed them input, um, like a turn to turn their camera and they took their hand off the stick and the stick flicked back to its center position, 
but the camera was still turning. The can you know, and it's like, and it eventually yeah. stopped, but for like about a second and a half, the camera still turned, even after the guy was done inputting anything on the controller. That's where I saw that. Yes, I think that was. Uh, I think that was the broken machine, actually. Oh, okay, right, yeah. So uh, I mean, because the thing is, the gun, the gunplay is pretty good. They reduced the bloom and spread, so so that feels better. The the movements good. We've got good movement. We've got like all the things we need to play a decent game. You know, there's enough. There's a, there's enough things there. But there's so many things they have to get working properly, optimizing the game. It's still the 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 frame rate and the performance in game of, is still completely scuffed. I mean, it's it, it's all over the place. And there's you know I I mean I've got a I've got a 5900x, 32 gigs of RAM. I've got a fucking Radeon 6900xt. I got a great case. Everything's nice and cool. I don't have like, you know, the most optimized setup, obviously, like there's, you know, if you've ever heard Enders talk about his system, he like tweaks his memory timing and shit or whatever. But even on his system, he gets really inconsistent frames. He could be getting 130 frames. Like, you know, he's getting 90 frames. That's like, that's not how it's supposed to work on a, on a good optimized game, a good engine. You should on his system, he should be able to get like 160, 180 frames but like never get less than 150, you know, no matter yeah. what happens, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's so many things that have to get, those are the most, those will be the things that have the most impact on this game. Now, other than the bug fix. So if I were to give you a bug other than bug fixes, like I already said it, they need to kill 128 player conquest and they need to make 64 player conquest permanent. Keep 128 player breakthrough, make it vehicle centric. Keep 64 player breakthrough and make it infantry centric. You know, very, very little vehicles. I think that would be the most impactful to start with. Because then I think what you would have is you would have battlefield experiences that people really want to play and the more people enjoying, truly enjoying the battlefield experiences. Because the 128 player conquest is just it's it's just not it. It's not the play at all. Um, new cut, new content. What uh, what what would they benefit most is in terms of new content modes? I think mostly, honestly, I think mostly cosmetics and weapons. I've talked about this before. That's the that's the landscape of of gaming in 2022. You know, 2021, 2022. Battle passes, content, things to grind for. It's I know it's just a weapon skin, but like I'm oh I've got something to track. It, it I kind of hate that I've been programmed to think like this now about video games, but that's just where we're at. I mean I don't know I don't play if I was if I was if I didn't have a family, I would play more single player games. And I guess the the single player games don't necessarily do that to you, but if you're if you're playing Fortnite, Warzone. Vanguard, Battlefield, uh, even this new, even this new game, uh, Super People, even even PUBG, you're you're looking for content to grind to or grind for. That's it. That's what you're doing. You want you want to unlock this cosmetic, this skin, this weapon skin, this badge, this, you know. So, so I uh, I think what they need to do, they really need to kind, uh, they need to hit a home run with season one. I think in terms of the content and the kind of stuff we're gonna get and the challenges. And the um, they talked about like we were just talking about in the last question, 
um, one of the last, not up, not the last briefing, but some of the previous briefings, they talked very, they talked a lot about adding story type content, weekly content that's going to work towards story type stuff. Um, I think before, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams, F's in the chat, before Michael K. Williams passed away, I think they had something, I guarantee you they had a, a story planned out that was going to involve Irish. Because they were going to do, the, and they were probably going to be more cutscenes, and there was probably, you know, there was probably going to be all kinds of cool cutscenes with him and advancing whatever that story was. Uh, you remember the trailer, right, that he was in? And it seemed like it set up kind of some kind of story, some sort of villain that the that the the Nopats kind of were were at war with, right? Like he like there there was the Nopats, and then there was this like some kind of villain that uh, was gonna like kind of uh, be this antagonist that was gonna do the story stuff. And then unfortunately, Michael K. Williams passed away. So fucking f's in the chat for Irish. Gosh, the more I say it, I start getting sad about it again. It's so fucking tragic, but. Um, yeah, I, I guarantee you they had a whole thing planned out for that, and now that's just that's in the that's fucking trashed because they can, you know obviously they can't do anything with him. So yeah, so that all that kind of all that stuff, dude. Um, but most impactful, most I think most impactful is to like I said, keep sixty four conquest, kill one hundred twenty eight conquest, one hundred twenty eight breakthrough in sixty four. Yeah, sixty four breakthroughs. So yeah. Uh, thanks for the question, Orphic uh, Blue. Good question, man. Uh, moving on, Junkie Boy. Ask us a question here. Do you want an... In, uh, this, in, <laughs> I'll let you uh, go first. Do you want an infantry-focused close quarters map added to 2042, like Metro or Locker? Or do you think these things are against the spirit of Battlefield? What do you think, man? Yes, absolutely. Just, just even if I can just play one game where I'm not getting farmed by a helicopter or a tank or a fucking bolt, just just let me fight it out with some people. Yeah, it's fun to have all of these vehicles involved and it's a, a big battle and a war or whatever. But I don't want to do that every single match. No, right. I want to get exactly. into gunfights. Yeah. In my first person shooter video game. Yep. This is exactly what you were saying about keeping 128 breakthroughs. Same kind of idea. Mm -hmm. And yes, 100% junk pup. I want them to. And I hope. I mean, eventually Metro and or Locker and or both will probably end up in Portal, but I would love to see them do a brand new map similar to that. I want to see them come up with something totally new. I think that would be kind of fun. Not, not, I don't want them to remaster Metro or Locker and throw it into All Out Warfare. I would love it for the devs to come up with a completely brand new version of it. Um, and especially not Meat Locker though. Meat Locker was trash. I did not. Me, me, that was the. That's what it was called on five, right? The one that was. Uh, no, uh, Operation Underground. Uh, okay, Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where I got Meat Locker from. Yeah, was and there... it was so much worse than Locker or Metro. Oh god, yeah, it was. It was horrible. It was complete trash. Was there Honestly, not... if they just took the shipping container area of Manifest. And put some more cover in, and took out all the vehicles. I think that would be basically it. You know, if there was more shipping containers in between sectors one and two, it, thinking and breakthrough, yeah. it would probably be fine. Well, yeah, but only problem there being though, if you allowed McKay to be jumping on 
top of the containers. I don't know. I guess the thing about the thing about Metro and locker was there wasn't a ton of verticality. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of vertical. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of vertical differences to deal with. So I don't know if I would necessarily want that happening. Right. You know, in, in that type of map. So I'd like to, yeah. I mean, I see where you're going with that and that, that could work. Um, but I would like to see him do something similar where you've got, you know, yeah, just uh, lots of crazy rooms to run through something. Yeah. Metro-ish locker-ish kind of thing. Yeah. I'd, I'd actually dig that. So thanks for the question. Junkie boy. Uh, no good X asks. All right. I'm going to try to actually talk properly here. No good X asks, which, okay. This is a car question. This is fun. I meant to think about this a little bit more earlier. Um, which hot hatch from any era would you choose to own? No good X says, uh, I own a heavily modded MK6 VW GTI, and they are a blast. Sounds pretty cool. They're uh, no good X, actually. Those are pretty dope, actually. Uh, so what's your, uh, what's your hot hatch that you would oh, want to own, dude? Alonsia Delta Integrale, hands down. There's no competition. Boom. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? Um, I don't know, man. Um, trying to think of some that I like. Do do the Mustangs with hatchbacks count? <laughs> there, there were Mustangs with with hatchbacks actually, but they didn't. I don't think they counted as hatchbacks because no, a hatchback is were... a five. A hatchback is a five door, right? Three or a five. Those were more like uh, fastbacks. Yeah, that's right. They were fastbacks. That's true. That's right. Um, actually, if I had to, I would, I, I know there's probably cooler answers like the Lancia Delta Integrale, um, but I fucking love, I want to say it's like the, uh, the 2006 or 2007, uh, WRX STI hatchbacks. Those things are fucking nice, dude. Those were clean looking. I actually really like those a lot. So that's yeah. Probably- that's probably my answer. Thanks for the question. No good. And drop uh, some pictures in the, the car channel. I want to see it. Let's get a mod list going. Dude. Yeah, no good. Drop some, uh, yeah, we got a cars uh, channel, dude. Drop some pictures of that B-dub in the cars channel, man. Uh, anal username 12 is a huge wrinkle-brained and all immediately one of our favorite individuals uh, in the chat. Because he just said something that I have said, been saying for years, and I'm sure that you've been saying for years. Yep. And it is, of course, true, and it's painfully true. The United States, in fact, doesn't get any fucking fun cars. I know, dude. It's so fucking frustrating how we get none of the fucking fun cars. Like, it takes it takes Ford working behind their bosses' backs, right, to build the new Ford GT. And it probably, who knows what kind of begging it took them to get them to, uh, you know, do the Ford RS, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The, the focus RS. Right. So I know, dude, we never, I know there's so many and for decades, right? There's so many fucking cooler cars over in Europe and Australia that we never got here. I know. Yeah. Give me cool <laughs> wagons. That's all I want. I want a fast as fuck wagon. Right. I know. All right. No good X. Thanks for the question. Junk pup. And we're, uh, we're on the home stretch here, boys and girls. And yeah, all right, it's not too late. We're gonna play some Battle of the Bulge later on, boys. Yeah, so anyone, um, so anyone, if you haven't joined the Discord, join, of course, join the Discord. And if you wanna 
play with a uh, play with us tonight. We're gonna we're gonna fire up Portal and play a little Battle of the Bulge in um, in honor of today being the seventy seventh anniversary of the beginning of the Battle of the Bulge in in World in World War Two. So, uh, Junk Pup asks, "Who's your favorite superhero and why?" Do you have a favorite superhero, Evan? No, uh, I guess <laughs> Batman because he's got a lot of money. I don't care about superheroes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good as reason as any, I guess. Um, you know, it's like I love the Marvel movies, dude, and like, but I'm not really a comic book guy. I've I love all the Marvel movies; they're fucking cool as hell. Um, but I was never a comic book guy, and I don't really think I have a favorite superhero, dude. I don't really have an answer for you. I mean, you know, I suppose it's, I, I guess mine is Batman also because he's got a lot of money and he's got a cool utility belt, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a big, I love sci-fi and, and, all, and all that shit and every and everything, obviously all the Marvel movies, but yeah, I've just never really, I never, I'm not a comic book guy, so I don't really, can't really say I have a favorite superhero. Um, Super hot take. I like the DC movies more than the Marvel movies. Super hot take is right, dude. Holy shit. They're darker and they're more adult. I don't want to watch some happy, feel-good, go-lucky movie. If okay. I do, I'll go watch... Uh, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> Air Bud. I'm going to go watch Air Bud for that. I'm going to go watch okay. this dog play basketball and football. Okay, and first soccer. of all, it's in it's it's complete cap that you just mentioned Air Bud in the same sentence as any of these movies. I get what you're getting at, okay? But the, the Marvel movies are not as feel good as Air Bud, okay? So stop fucking eh, they're, just stop they're the pretty cap. close. Just stop that pretty cap close. right there. No, they are not. <laughs> Holy shit, that's such cap. That's such a terrible take. Uh, I also don't like superheroes, so... Oh, there like, you go. That, so, that yeah. plays into it, too. Give me the golden retriever that plays basketball. Okay, well, all right. Anyway, F's in the chat for OSB's opinion, for sure. Uh, but I, I don't mind that you like the DC movies better, and that's fine if for that reason. Um... Yeah, I mean, I like them too. I mean, I like the DC movies also, but I don't know. I just like the whole, I kind of like the way the, the thing I really like about these Marvel movies and DC's kind of trying to do it. They're, they're, it it's all, they, you know, they're, they're all connected. Everything, it's all taking place in this same kind of timeline and universe. So it's just kind of neat how it's all connected. It's kind of like one massive like TV show almost. So, but, uh, so yeah, Chunky Boy with the gifted sub, dude, let's go. Oh shit! It's a super casual thirty FPS though. Is that? Wait a second. That's not the guy. That there's no way. It's, that's the same it's person. It's gotta be. It's that's gotta the same be. person that left us this fucking and he didn't unfollow and now he has a. Oh well, hey, fine. Enjoy your sub, shim. Thirty FPS, super casual. <laughs> uh, all right. On the home stretch here, we'll finish this up. Uh, finish up our last Q and A of uh, twenty twenty one here. Junkie Boy, uh, junk, junk Pup again asks, for someone who loves arcade racers but hasn't gotten into the GT series, what's the best way to play GT7 when it comes out? What modes do you recommend for someone coming from the Forza Horizon series? So I'll definitely let you uh, 
start off with that one. The license tests. Do all the license tests. Mm. If there is like a challenge series, do that because it will get you familiar with the physics engine and how the cars react to bumps and curbs and slides and just kind of help you adjust because Forza Horizon is very arcadey. And Gran Turismo isn't the most realistic, but you do have to to kind of worry about if I hit this curb too hard, is it going to upset the car and want it to slide around or anything like that? Uh, but yeah, do all the license tests and then just start going through the single player. I don't know what multiplayer is going to be like in it, but the, it's a car PG, right? It's <laughs> it's Final Fantasy, but car PG. Yeah, for sure. Um, super good question. Super good answer, dude. That the license tests completely escaped me actually when I was thinking about this question. Um, but he's absolutely right. The license tests. And they seem they they start out really simple, but they start out they start the they start out with just simply they start out with simply braking, just teaching you like when to brake and the proper time to yep. start braking and stuff like that. And then they get more complicated from there. And they, I, dude, there's no question. I absolutely learned how to play Gran Turismo doing the license tests when when they when it first came out. There's no question about it. It's like it, every bit of, every one of the license tests will give you an idea of how the game controls. And it and also it gives you an idea of how to how to you know to race to how to control your car as a race car so to speak right so absolutely do the license tests right off the bat dude for sure and then yeah and then play this and then the single player because this one this one they've talked about it right they said GT7 is going to have a cam a campaign slash story slash cut type mode. Yes. way very similar to yeah the like you know two and three and four and five right yeah yeah it's going back to its its roots kind of roots right like exactly sport, so right so yeah so so and then play through that and then progress progress through the campaign mode and you'll yeah you'll love it dude you'll love it dude gt that's that's gonna be i'm gonna have to get a ps5 when that's when that comes out for sure so so thanks for the question there junkie boy and uh, last question of the night, boys and girls, before we get on to playing some uh, Portal here. Des27 asks, what do you guys consider a decent score now? I used to say in BF1 and 5 that 10,000 was a decent mark to shoot for, but I actually am a casual 60. <laughs> I am a casual. You kind of, I appreciate the effort, but it's, it's not 60 FPS. It's, of course, 30 FPS. Uh, there, Desi boy. Uh, but I actually am a casual 30 FPS player, so who knows? Um, also, what are your favorite loadouts to choose uh, from Angel's Crate? I guess you would say situational loadouts. Yeah. Um, holy crap! I guess I haven't. Um, man, it's been so long. I see. I hadn't played four in like a million years. I only got into five late. So I really didn't pay too much attention, like what kind of scores I was getting in five. I want to say I was getting anywhere between like five and nine thousand, you know, every game or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, and I don't even really. There are no scores in in this game, are there? There's just no, like your squad placement and and your and you know how many vehicle assists you get. <laughs> 
how many throwables you've thrown? How many throwables you've thrown? How many how many robo dog kills you got? <laughs> yeah, so, I would say going positive, because uh, they don't. Yeah, they don't really give you a a score or anything. Yeah, they don't, it's not really right. easy to check. I would say if you're going positive or even maybe even slightly <laughs> negative by a kill or two, you know, no, with sure. if you're eight players, it happens. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're around 1.0, 1.1, 1. 1, uh, 0.95, whatever, I mean, it's, or, you know, 0.90. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a balanced kind of one ranger kill. Exactly. Uh, that's, um, yeah, that's fine. But, um, I don't, yeah, I, I think eventually they're going Maybe that maybe that would have been one of the answers I could have had for uh, Orphic's question, actually Orphic Blue's yeah. question, is yeah maybe adding some more uh, meaningful uh, yeah data into the game as as uh, as it pertains to your performance in the game, right? You know, so yeah, yeah. Even if it's not a a full scoreboard, just my score would be nice. Yes, just my score, dude. Just like yeah, like. What did I? What what was my total for uh, intel points? What was my total for team points? You know, healing and 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 ammo and yeah. all that stuff. What was my total for kills? What was my KD? Right? I mean, yeah. So yeah, that would be a question. That's yeah. That's actually that's something I'd add to to my answer for Orphic Blue's question is yeah, some more meaningful, some more meaningful stats uh, for for our for your individual performance as a fucking post to throwables thrown or one turret kill or you know who over whatever other kind of bullshit they display in that end of round uh thing holy shit yeah thanks for the question des 27 appreciate you man appreciate you uh joining the discord appreciate everyone for listening well we still got a second question of loadouts oh whoops sorry man um I'm trying so, to kind of cut you short there desi yeah. boy sorry bud so I I really have two that I pick up from Angel's Loadout. It's either my anti-vehicle class, which is usually an AK, always the Glock on burst, uh, and the the recoilless rocket launcher, or my sniper rifle class, which is a sniper. I've been using the SWS lately. Again, Glock burst, and uh, an insertion beacon. Even if I'm not putting it in a spot where I want to go back to, I will put it on a flank and run away so that my squad can spawn there, I can spawn there and try and get to a different position and start picking people off. But there's a, there's a lot of other good loadouts, but you got to find what works best for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, and... <laughs> I really I don't mess around with my with loadouts too often. <laughs> I probably should start using them more often because it's obviously a much quicker way to get you know you know a, a useful suite of of gear immediately. Yeah, I probably need to get in the habit of using them. I'm kind of I guess I'm kind of stuck in the in the classic battlefield mode of picking the things I want um, in the deploy screen, right? Um, but yes, and I and I have mostly ignored the loadout crates. And you're right; I probably shouldn't do that. I should have loadouts set up because when you're in the game and you see that loadout crate, now you've got now you have the chance to switch your loadout to to be more situational. So, 
Even um, if you just run up to it, click it, and pick the same class again, it will refill your rockets or your right. Grenades. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, no. Yeah. I do that. I mean, yeah. I sorry. I I ignore them in terms of changing my loadout. Yes, I still use them to like reload shit. Right. So, but um, but no, I I I kind of need to get away from that kind of. I need to get out of that classic battlefield kind of habit of waiting to get to the deploy screen to, to, to change what you're going to use because it's, it's right there. And even though, and I shouldn't feel that I shouldn't, although the, the, the supply drops in battlefield four, they actually didn't add those in until later and they were pretty rare. They were really pretty rare. So you really didn't get a chance to use them a ton. So, but uh, was that ability in five? It was, wasn't it? I think there was a, like a loadout drop you could get and you run up to it and you could change your... Or no, I don't I think don't, you could. I don't think so. No, I, I don't, don't think, think it was within right. one or five. No, it wasn't, so... Um, but they did add that to four. There was that in four. You There was either... It was either like a supply drop or something the commander could drop in and you could run up to it and you could change your loadout, actually, on the... On the like, standing on the battlefield, actually, so... Um, all right, so there we go. Desi27, appreciate the question, man. Uh, and thank you for the follow, anal username 12. <laughs> appreciate that, man. Thanks for the follow, dude. Desi, there, and there's Desi Boy in the chat checking out the uh, pod for the first time, man. What's up? Uh, you get I do get a summary of round point, victory points, and all ribbon points at the end. Yeah, you do. You get all that, which is nice to see. Um, but I don't know. I'd I, like to check it in game. I'd like to see it in game. Exactly. I'd like to see it in game. And I'd kind of like, a, like I said, KD and, and some kind of more specific stats as to how you actually impacted the game. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, appreciate you, uh, hanging out Desi boy. Okay. So that's it. We finished off and now, oh, and his name is, oh, and his name is Devin too. Look at that. Um, crazy. You know, that's anyway, uh, that's our, that's it. That's a Q and a for 2021 boys and girls that, that will, this was, uh, this is our last Q and a episode. Of course, as we just finished off all the questions in the channel. So of course, join the fucking discord and ask us some more questions that we'll answer on the pod for you. Um, some point down the road, you know, uh, whenever we get, um, to the point where we don't really have a whole lot to talk about, which I'm sure will happen here and there. So, and we'll go to this channel and we'll do an episode where we just answer your guys' questions. So, all right, that's it. Uh, of course, remember everyone, check out the Patreon if you like, patreon.com slash play the objective. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33 and twitch.tv slash only slightly bad. I uh, appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate all the support out there. Um, it's been an interesting. It's been an interesting month of uh, of Battlefield since this game dropped. And um, next week's episode, do not miss next week's episode because um, it'll be a good one. We're going to we're going to talk about we're going to talk about our first month in Battlefield, and we're gonna we're gonna really just kind of get into detail about um, everything we like, don't like, good, bad, the ugly, things we want to change, things we're going to talk about more, um, and we got to. Uh, yeah, we got to get into it for our last episode of the year. So uh, don't forget, as I said earlier in the podcast, next next week will in fact be our last podcast for the year. Uh, as way I'll I'll be out of town for around New Year. So 
Uh, all right, that's gonna do it. Let's play some. Uh, let's play some Portal, guys. Uh, everyone, stay safe out there. Evan, thank you. Yep, of course. Deuces, right. everyone. Deuces, everyone. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time.